You're listening to Chew on That, and here's what we're chewing on today. So the dictionary says this about being grateful, showing or expressing thanks, especially to another person. It also says this about being thankful, aware and appreciative of a benefit, grateful, expressive gratitude, obtaining or deserving thanks, thankworthy. Here's what's interesting about those two words in the dictionary is that they, they support are, are somewhat interchangeable with each other. Being thankful and being grateful. Thankful and grateful. For example, when I, when I go to, I'm a quick trip guy. I'll, I don't buy the unhealthy stuff. I'll let you know that right now. I usually buy buy water, you know, the little flavored water that's overpriced, but it's really good. That, I love that stuff. But, but I'll always go in and I'll try to look at the person's name behind the counter and they'll use Amy or George or Sam. And when they're doing, you know, uh, the fried chicken's on sale tomorrow, come back tomorrow and get your fried chicken. I don't care nothing about your fried chicken lady, but I do say this, Amy, I appreciate you. Thanks. Now, sometimes people, people go, yeah, I, I recognize that other times when, when we don't show appreciation, people notice that as well. What I wanna draw your attention to today is this, is that being thankful and being grateful is very important in our lives. Today's, today's title, in fact, if you've not already figured it out, is gratitude ending on a high note. Hey, welcome to Chew On That. You're listening to a, uh, a podcast, the podcast. You're listening to the podcast, <laughs> where we break down and we digest it. No, no, I don't like that. We where we digest and chew on. Yeah, I guess it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. We, I guess, we chew on, then we swallow, and then we digest. <laughs> Gross. This yeah. current week's sermon, <laughs> yeah, uh, from the current sermon series happening here at Life Church in Green Bay. My name is Pastor Keith. Joining me as always, Pastor Dallas, Hello. Pastor Megan. How are we doing? Great. How's it going? We're doing. I'm. I'm glad that we do chew before we digest. Digesting before chewing would. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, we're not cows. I mean, we are in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Make no mistake, but we are not cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although it is a great illustration for us. Yep. I feel like Wisconsin people understand cows really well. And yep. if you don't, maybe you just grew up in the big city of Green Bay. Big city. <laughs> big city. Hey, so we are closing out this uh, sermon series, No Hard Feelings. It is a, uh, it is a, it was a sad Sunday for me. Um, because I'm partial to some of the stuff that happens at church here mm-hmm. and the media elements. I really like the media elements for this I series. I do too. And, and, and I made them, so I'm kind of part. But there's <laughs> there's a lot of things I make that I don't really, I'm like, nah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but this one I really liked. And so yeah. when it, when the bumper played for the last time, I said, I said, Goodbye, old friend. <laughs> yeah. A I, sad song, a I, tiny violin I, started I was playing. there at your inception. <laughs> And now I'm here to bury you. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this is week 10. Week 10, we're ending on a high note. Yeah. Ah, yes. I'm I'm actually really excited to talk about this topic. And I was yeah. glad that we're ending it on a high note. I think that was super smart. Because we've talked, we've talked through a lot of, you know, junk yeah. the past couple of weeks. So like we've had to pull out of ourselves. Yeah. And I, I do like that phrase, ending on a high note. That like when that that should be the concept that should be like the mm-hmm. mindset of like wow. hey you know what gratitude is is just always ending on a high note mm-hmm. and so like are we ending on a high note in our conversations and our thought processes and our thinking and so when talking about emotions yeah like even if we're dealing with a certain these emotions we should always I mean that was been the whole point of all of them is how can we end on a high note yeah and so totally yeah, so very fitting for like the sixth week in a row I'll uh, I'll Pose the same question, and the funny because we had we had a someone who listens weekly mm-hmm. came came up to me after service after first service. He goes, "So you definitely have this emotion, though, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, this one's an easy one." Yeah. So, <laughs> we, nope, nope, never felt. Never we felt we we, we pose the question: Is this uh, is this something that troubles or is actively active in your life per uh, per emotion? And mm-hmm. I, I've been striking up the last few weeks. There are just not emotions sure. that that the uh, that the enemy. Yeah. plays with me and it's not things that I get in the way of. Um, but gratitude, I think I have it in spades. Yes. Dallas. I, I would agree with you. I, I think, um, about me or you, 
uh, that I, well, no, I, I believe you have gratitude. And you know why? Because your gratitude makes you say the most loving things to people. Ah. You'll say some statements where it's like, are we going to hug now? Like, <laughs> like, it's just, you're very good at giving gratitude. You're very good with your words. And I would, I think I would, I would jump off that and say, that's what I love about gratitude. It, it makes mm. me a more loving person mm. yeah. when you can give thanks to someone and not just to say thanks, but you actually are like, no, no, I want you to feel good. Yeah. Like I want, I want you to realize, I want to go into detail of how thankful I am to you to to you know to that that situation to yeah. blank and so i i think if anything i i have run to people to give gratitude to oh yeah you know and say i don't want you to leave this room without giving you thanks and i did mm -hmm. it a couple weeks ago um we had a volunteer <clears throat> who hates being on stage but had to be on stage mm -hmm. and uh and so i was and so i was told about it i was because i was speaking and uh pastor jessica said hey yeah uh, aaron jumped on stage and i said really and so I, so I see him about to leave and I run up to Aaron and I said, I said, Hey, I want to thank you so much mm -hmm. for doing that. That was huge. And, and, and you could, and he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, of course, you know. And, but like, I wanted him to know that <clears throat> I didn't want it to wait till phone call. I wanted to do it in person. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love, I love gratitude. I love ending on a high note. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's beneficial. I think for me and I, and for other people, mm -hmm. Megan, how about you? Yeah, totally. Has I, this been an emotion that has wrecked your life too? <laughs> it's just destroyed me. Uh, you know, at Life Church, we say treat the janitor the same as the CEO, right? And I love that Pastor Barry said that about Amy at Quick Trip because I strive for that too. I strive to notice the people who, you know, maybe you wouldn't normally notice, yep. Yep. right? Yeah. And um, somebody once told me uh, that they just really appreciated how appreciative I was that it made them want to do, you know, fav when I would ask them to do a favor, I was always extra appreciative about it. And I have taken that to heart and just carried it with me because I thought that was so cool. And it inspired me to be even more generous and more appreciative with my words. Right. It was like the, the slap on the back, like, go get them kid. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really do strive to be a, uh, you know, have a lot of gratitude. That doesn't mean that you can't have more. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of different areas of our life that we tend to be ungrateful for uh, that maybe we actually should be grateful for. Yeah. Yes. I, I find, and so this is going to be something uh, I'm going to talk probably a lot about in each one of these clips because it's, it's a line that I've lived by for the last 20 years of my Jesus journey. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and I was told, I was told it by a wise man, a wise man once told me mm -hmm. that you have to have an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Now everything, yes. if you, in your life, if, you, if it's, I'm going to call it the litmus test. If what we're going to talk about develops and produces an attitude of gratitude, then it's going to win. So yeah. the times in my life where I felt smitten, where I felt like I was owed mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. where the world has wronged me, where I'm angry, where I'm fearful, where I'm remorseful, it, it can it all of it can boil down to, uh, do I have an attitude of gratitude? And the common denominator in all of those instances is I do in those moments I do not have an attitude of gratitude. When I when I think that my job, ah, they don't pay me enough, mm -hmm. yeah. or they overwork me. Mm -hmm. Well, that's an easy. Those are easy layups that, oh, you have an attitude of gratitude mm -hmm. because you get to do some of these cool things. Mm -hmm. You you get to do these things. You yeah. get to do get to do that's another thing i live by i get to i get to i get to go to work today. yeah i yeah. get you know what if, if i if i jam it out today really good on the work i get to leave yeah a half hour early and enjoy enjoy the last bit of fall we have i get to yes yeah. if i hold up my end of the bargain i get to be a dad today yeah, yeah. That's oh true. my goodness i have some friends mm. that cannot do that isn't yeah. that so good and just the way you explain that our language shapes our perception oh yeah of literally what we have. And yeah. so just by changing that one simple thing, yes. yeah, it changes the way that you see things and how you act and what you say. Oh my goodness. Crazy. I think, I think especially it's, my kids are eight and six. They're at a point where they're, they're starting to think they know some things, <laughs> right? And they're getting kind of smart at some things, which I, I, I say very often, cause I live in this world and when I'm, I'm smart enough to, to make myself dumb. Mm -hmm. I know just enough to be an idiot. You know, in a lot of arenas. And my kids are getting to that age. They're getting to be just smart enough to become idiots sometimes. <laughs> you know, so being being a dad uh, to kids that are that are 
learning who they are and learning, uh, oh, I, I can't say that after a sentence. No, that's really rude. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get to be a dad right now. Yeah. Where some days where, you know, if I, if I get an email from, uh, from a teacher, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, end of the world. Like, like, like it's yeah. like spit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Like if I get that email, like, and it's yeah. happened a couple times last year, I get that email. I'm like, oh, but then I, I think I get to be a dad. I get to, I get to mold yeah. right here. I get to teach right here. I get to, and then, and, and I think about the people that aren't, that don't have that fortune mm-hmm. to do that. And that's just one, that's one element. That's just one thing that, you know, I, I, I my my house if something breaks like Dallas you had your your basement flooded yeah you, you get you get to for the first time in your life be responsible for that that is and you know it's funny it's interesting you bring that because the gratitude in that was and Shelby and I had to get to that point where we go we are now investing in this house mm-hmm. you know we're not we're not paying for the house we're now we're now we're in a place to invest and people are like that whoa that's kind of a switch but that's the reality is mm-hmm. when you put new things in just brings more value to what mm-hmm. you have. So totally. that's, and I'm terrible with my hands. Like, yeah. but in this, in, in home owning, yeah. I have gotten a little bit better at things. So th- for me, it's, there's a lot of usual in the past swear words, mm-hmm. installing things, yeah. but I get to learn something. I get yes. to, I get to invest. In, and as I'm just like, kind of just randomly spitballing on, on just easy layups. I, I call them easy layups because those are the, you have a home. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you get to, do all these things. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a blessing. Correct. You have children. Those are easy lamps. Yeah. It's when you dissect into your other aspects of your life, when you start, when you really inventory your life, does it pass a litmus test? Mm-hmm. Does it pass that litmus test of, are you living in an attitude of gratitude? Yes. When you are, all of a sudden your home is beautiful. Yes. All of a sudden your kids are perfect. Yep. All of a sudden your job couldn't think of a better one. Oh, 100%. you know, when you live in an attitude of gratitude and that's the, that's, I try to live in that when I don't have an attitude of gratitude, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a, I'm a person then. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't, I want to be more than, than just a person. Totally. Yeah. After we've talked about everything we've talked about in this series, I think one of the things that we really need to consider is ending on a high note. You know, most of us in our lives need to end something on a high note. I remember when I was going through Journey to Wholeness, one of the first things for the first time, one of the first things that you do is you go in and create a timeline. So I created my timeline and I, I as you know, what's, here's what's interesting about Journey to Wholeness, is once you open yourself up to listen to what's being said and trust the process, it's amazing what Holy Spirit will do to begin to unravel the trash and junk in your life. He did that. I began to write down stuff that I never remembered, but I remembered and when I remembered what I didn't remember before, I saw, I remember that and this is why I did that. So Pastor Becky, in her wisdom, she took my little thing and I'm a, I wrote linearly and I wrote all these columns down and I write, I'm a, I'm a journal guy. You know, most of the young guys I talk to that I coach, they don't journal. They, they do it digitally. I said, well, you know what? You have every right to be wrong, young man. You need to take a pen and you need to take some paper and you need to write some things down. Nonetheless, I wrote it, gave it to Pastor Becky and she said, she, she was reading across it. And she, she raised her head up and said, hmm, I want you to take this back and I want you to go in and I want you to put some positive stuff in here because all you've got is negative stuff. You see, when we don't have gratitude in our lives, what we do is we tend to look for what we find and that's negativism. We don't see the hope. We don't see the future. We see what's in front of us and we only see the circumstance and the character and the nature of the circumstance that we find ourselves in. And then that is the way that we look at ourselves. We look at life. We look at other people. And in fact, the worst part of that is that's the way we look at the kingdom of God. Uh, A couple months ago, we had a pastor here. It was Pastor Lonnie. Mm, What was his last name? Help me out, guys. Oh, Lonnie. Keen. 
Lonnie Keen. Lonnie Keen. He did a message where he put on all these different glasses. We still have him in the backside stage. Okay, yes. there you go. <laughs> and that has stuck with me. And when Pastor Barry said that, I instantly made that connection of it's the lenses that are that are on our eyes. Again, it's it's our perspective on our situation, yes. on our, on our circumstance and taking off those glasses will then change how we're seeing and interpreting our circumstance. You know, life stinks sometimes. Yeah. It's the truth. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there aren't things to be grateful for within, within those moments, you know, uh, when people are sick around you or people need help, or, uh, there's just really rough things going on. Right. And you're like, why do I have to deal with this? That's been me on and off yeah. the last, I don't know, year or two. I've just dealt with things where I'm like, why does this have to be me? Why do I have to go through this? And then God is like, because I'm trying to show you something. So yes. would you pay attention and be grateful for the lesson instead of, you know, putting on all your glasses and looking at it like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. To to give a one-liner, because sometimes I have to remind myself of this, perspective produces production. Mm. When you have good perspective, you will, it, will, it will produce this production to keep going because you're seeing that in, in a different light. Case in point, having to replace the pipes in my basement. Yeah. I could easily go the, you know, I can think of Tom Hanks and money pit and I can go, okay, are we, are we, you know, going down this, you know, is it going to get worse? Or I can change my perspective and go, no, 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 this is an investment opportunity to then invest in my future, to invest in my family and to invest in this home that can turn over for me in the future. Yeah. And so therefore it brings me to be more productive and to keep going and not to stop because negativity and thinking only the worst will stop you in your tracks. You won't want to go forward. You won't want to try new things. You won't want to step out in faith because your negativity is keeping you from being productive. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a great way to, to look and think about it. I, I had something similar. I just thought about this when you were, when you were talking about home, home renovation, we, we replaced our, our hot water heater. Um, Gosh, in the beginning of spring this mm-hmm. year, and uh, it was a it was a simple operation. Um, it was leaking just a little bit, like maybe a half a Dixie cup. Dixie cup still a thing? Uh, I have some at home, so All I right, feel cool. like they must be cool. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone's gonna catch that reference. <laughs> so about a half Dixie cup of water. We, we we look and we're like, oh, that's strange. Mm-hmm. And I did some research and it's like, well, maybe it's just a seal. And we had a person come out and he goes, not not seal. This thing's pretty old too. It's like twenty year old. Yeah, uh, gotcha water heater we got to replace it i go and i've always thought of that operation to be very uh expensive and uh big and he goes i can i can get one in i have one on the van uh this one we can actually upgrade it and like give you more gallons of water i'm like yeah i want more hot water yeah. um he goes this is gonna be like 980 bucks I'm like that's it yeah not and you'll have it done like half hour i'm like yeah yeah go ahead and do that and then as he's as he's installing it and it's being it's it's installed and i i I, that, at that point, I come home from from work, and I, and I look, and and the one thing I thought about, and this was a beautiful a, a beautiful thought, when I looked at it, I said, the next time I replace this, my children will both be moved out, and uh, have lives of their own. Hmm. This is the last time I'll do that mm-hmm. with them under my roof. And I got sad for a second, <laughs> and then I, and it was perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, as as time goes by mm-hmm. and things age and you know i i initially thought I'm not, well i'm not going to do that one again yeah you know, that's just another that's an investment that how you were saying dallas like yeah you're going to do this once probably yeah you know I, i'm going to probably own that house for 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 quite a while but i'm only do that once with the kids here yeah a hundred yeah totally and maybe i'll do it a second time by that time it's numbers going to be up and i think about how grateful i am then to have moments to have at least I've at least got to do it once, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's. I, I I've at least got to do it once. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I sent an article to our staff, and man, when you were talking, Keith, I was like, "This is it." Uh, in the article, it says the bigger mission and purpose helped me realize that I was just a steward a manager of what God had entrusted me. God was the true owner of my business. This is the owner of Hobby Lobby, essentially talking about why he's choosing to give away his business. But he's he says that 
he realizes he's just a steward. These things, like when we look at money and, and whatever coming through us, instead of feeling like, no, it's it's mine, and, and then feeling ungrateful when it needs to go away, think of yourself as a steward, someone who's meant to shepherd, to take care of, and to handle his things well. It just, it that makes me feel grateful. I'm mm-hmm. like, God, thank you so much for trusting me that mm-hmm. like you give me these things and, and you know that I will be trustworthy and faithful to you. So that's just another way of looking at it. You can look at a situation so many different ways. Yeah. Right? I would, I said this out loud to, to somebody. And this, this one person to whom is a very intelligent human being said, that's a, that's a terrible way to look at life. And I would advise you not to look at it that way, especially if you're in a leadership position. But our conversation we had over that lunch was uh, people's perspectives are really and truly their realities. And, I mean, it's true. And he was very against that idea. He goes, no, no, reality is your mm. is reality. I'm like, yeah, but everyone has their own narration of their own story, be it true or not. Mm-hmm. Your perspective of it is absolutely the reality yeah. you live. I, I I can't tell you how many people I I I, I get to I, I I get to talk to and listen to on a weekly basis, being a pastor for men and 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 how the their outlook and attitude upon life is absolutely their reality. And as an outsider, when you hear people's, when you hear a man's story, you're like, well, it sounds pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. sounds like you have a, sounds like your life's pretty all right. Because, you know, I also then later that day or earlier that day, I heard someone who's, you can fully assess and be like, yeah, that, that wasn't, like, that sounds, that sounds like a rough spot. Like mm-hmm. that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. And I've, I've learned that in, that everyone is at a point in their life and if you're if you have more of an attitude of gratitude, if you have more of a I get to attitude, um, the worst days can be so not bad. Yes. Yeah. Today today Correct. I'm I'm forty years old. I, 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 I got clean off of alcohol and drugs when I was nineteen. If you would tell if you would ask that kid to tr- like if you would have said your worst day in 20 years, mm-hmm. in 20 years, your worst day is going to be that. Yeah. I will. What, where do I sign a yep. dotted I'll line? I'll take it. Yeah. And, and today I can, if I, if, if I get in this attitude of this world owes me something. Correct. Like God, you owe me something. If I get in that attitude, I, sometimes I forget mm-hmm. what that, what that, that person who used to be before Christ to whom died. Yeah. And now Christ is living in me new. And man, if I just change like like Lonnie Keen, if I just had if I just put on the one pair of glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Grateful people experience more joy in life and are more of a joy to be around. People who are grateful. Gratitude transitions my thinking and belief, transforming my mind to and my soul to see the goodness and the greatness of God in every circumstance and situation. The reason that most of us are not grateful is because we do not understand who we are, we do not understand who God is, and we really don't understand what gratefulness is. Gratefulness is noticing and understanding who God is and what he's done and is doing and will do if we'll get out of the way and let him do it in us. I have a list of things that gratitude does, and I have it saved on my phone. Uh, Things gratitude does, one, heals, reduces stress, rewires your brain, shields you from negativity, makes you happier, boosts self-esteem and performance and improves sleep. And all of those things are things that I want. (laughs) So you're telling me that I can sleep better, be stressed less, to heal better, to rewire my brain if I would just have some gratitude. If I would just be grateful for what I have. Reminds me of being a kid, right? And your parents like, just be grateful for what you have. We spend so much money on you. And you're just like, but I want more. And then I ask myself, I'm like, okay, why am I asking for more? Is it, is it something that's just for my benefit? Like, it, do I want, you know, a new car because I just want it? Uh, or do I want something that's going to help somebody else, right? And so ask why you're going to God. Ask why you're 
wanting more things? And then can you take an inventory of everything that he's already given you and see Have you already received the blessing that maybe you're even looking for, right? Like sometimes I'm asking for friendships, but then if I would just look back in inventory, like I have friendships, maybe I need to pour into them more. Maybe, maybe stop asking for more, but just be grateful for what you have. And you realize that you already have the thing that you want. You're just not even noticing it. It's interesting. I love that Pastor Perry is saying, you know, gratitude reminds us of who God is and what he's done. And it's going to kids I've, I've noticed that sometimes my kids will want more and we say that. And I think the reality is, is are we as people, are we wanting the more and more and more because we don't want to deal with the fact that we have to sit and, and really analyze Mm. our life at the moment. Yeah. You know, Are, are my kids asking for more because they're bored, mm-hmm. you know, are, you know, but at the same time, are people going to the negative uh, of others because they don't want to focus on what's going on in their lives? Yeah. You know, are, is this, you know, cause gratitude is trying to find the good in your current situation, no matter what, but it does require dealing with your current situation. Mm-hmm. And so is that something, a reason that mm-hmm. people run from it? But as you said, but if we didn't run from it, how much it would benefit our life if we stopped and we were thankful for our current situation, no matter what. It, it does require some digging yeah. and some and some moving um, because you got to find the good in it. You bring up an awesome point of how we do supplement distraction into our life just to stay away from you know, the problems that we have that we don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. And the enemy, well, he's the great distractor. So if, if you're willing to be distracted, mm-hmm. he'll distract you. Yeah. And yeah, you can get pulled away so fast. And But the consequences of that are deadly yeah. to not be grateful for what you, for what you have, yeah. for what God is even trying to give you. I'm grateful for what's coming even, right? Like we know that joy is coming even in the circumstance even in your morning mm-hmm. right like there is still more for you and be grateful for that even when it's not like directly in front of you that god is going to see you through that through that problem through that that pain that you're experiencing if you distract yourself you're not going to get to that blessing and that joy because you're yeah. just going to stay in the distraction in the in the wallowing in the pain right mm-hmm. uh but when you're willing to go through it and trust god and rejoice that there's something coming i feel like that's when he can really do his best work in you yeah the 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 talking point you guys are are making is the the want and need for something more yeah Mm -hmm. um and that's not to say that that's a that's a bad thing per se exactly Um, i i mean i have i'm i'm a very unmaterialistic person Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't purchase many things. Um, when I do purchase things, I, I, they are, um, necessities. Uh, yeah. Almost. So like, yeah. but because I don't purchase a lot of things, uh, me and my wife are never broke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I don't have a lot of shoes. Um, I, I just don't. I have like three pair that I rotate, and they're they're, they're all Vans. And, Simple man. Um, okay. I am. I am. I. I. I clothing wise, I. I. I have multiple pairs of three different types of jeans. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um. I. My house doesn't have a lot of stuff in it. Like. Like I, we don't buy a lot of stuff. Me and my wife just don't buy a lot of stuff. So that the cool thing is that when we when something breaks, we have the money for it. Yeah. It's so like if. Uh, I feel like my TV is going to go out soon in the main living room. And, and the fact that TVs only last a couple of years nowadays, is <laughs> it's kind of, but then again, I'm like, well, the TV was only like $278 and I got it on sale. So, I mean, yeah, but that mentality that, you know, the old, my, my old Panasonic TV as a child, like that was like 40 years old. And right. my, <laughs> it's true. in my basement. The thing will still work. Yeah. You can uh, still hook a t- Nintendo so to it if you true. need to. Right. And so, so the, the, the fact that like when the, my TV goes, like it's never a, a concern for me our wife because we just aren't spenders so with that attitude um i know some people are spenders they yeah. are uh uh i do like the the um idea or concept of what you guys are touching on like why are you such a consumer 
Mm-hmm. It's very much a, a, a using style of attitude. Like yeah. Yeah. I am searching for something mm-hmm. to fill a void. Yeah. Yes. And I find it a little bit when I buy things on Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to stop you right there. I'm going to pull a berry for a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> yes. Can't say it as good as berry. Dallas, can you give me a berry? <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> That's pretty good. We're starting to sound a little bit like Elvis. Over here. <laughs> hey there. Uh, yeah, okay. so. <laughs> anyway, uh, I wanted to stop you there because I think it can also be looking for things that aren't necessarily material too. Mm-hmm. Like you could still be searching like, like I said before, friendships mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you're looking for or needing peace, joy, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. What, what, what are you desiring mm-hmm. and what void is it trying to fill? Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I have, I have chased things in my life. Um, like I, like we all have, just in different forms. And f- I don't think our stories are all that different amongst our table yeah, and amongst so. our church and amongst yeah. our city. I, I think like the like, what's your story? Like that, it was one of the most powerful questions I I had heard when I came to this church. Yeah, in what, June of what was that, fifteen? Yeah, great series. It, it, the what's your story? Mm-hmm. And our, the thing of it is, is all of our stories, while the names and places have changed, the names, dates, and places have changed, yeah. they're all the same story. Correct. You know, um, the when, when, when you have this pressing need to say, no, 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 mine's different because, yeah. why? Why are you... What what itch are you trying to scratch with that, yes. with that mentality? Mm-hmm. Like, I think on, on this table in particular, like, we've had varying degrees of childhoods. Mm-hmm. Yes. But weirdly, all of our stories line up. <laughs> well, there's a commonality between the mm-hmm. three of us. Yeah. So that's true. So when, when, when I say it's like a using attitude, like I, I, and I want, and I desire more, more and more. Um, I had that attitude and I, I have tried, I've tried very, very much hard in my life to eliminate the, the desire and craving to fill a void. Yeah. With something, a substance, a liquid, a food, an activity, uh, I have worked very, very diligently to do that. Yes. And I have found that what I, what I longed and what I desired my entire life, I found in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, totally. that, and that is about as corny as you could be. That, that's, that's, I found it in Jesus. Yes. yes. <laughs> but the weird yeah. thing is our stories are all similar because that's every desire the three of us have had. Yes. It was satisfied in Christ. Yeah. And there's there's something to that. Like if you're listening, you're going through some stuff. And I know we have listeners going through some stuff because they're human. Yes. I, I can give you I can give you a quick a quick cliff notes. And cliff notes still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? I think the reference is still a thing. I've been out of school for a while, so I'm not <laughs> Cliff notes are this uh, you had to write like great ex- or read great expectations and you didn't want to read great expectations. So you got the cliff. So the cliff notes are the the quickened version of great expectations to which the person next to me that had that in my language arts one class freshman year, I said, tell me a, quickly, what does that book say? And that's how I read great expectations. So the that's cliff great. notes to yeah. this, I don't know, might have been a good book. Yeah. Good book. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> so the, the we, we also joined that club yeah. with you. <laughs> the, the general consensus here, the cliff notes version of this is that uh, you're having a problem with life. How's 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 your how's your prayer life? Yeah. Does it suck? I, yes. Mm. There's your remedy. Yes. Mm. So then you go on this 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 what's it called? That charts that's that arm off for each other. You have this start. You start on the top with a circle, and then it's yes or no, and then mm-hmm. from there, it it diverts to more yes or nos. So if your prayer life sucks, and then the, the, the follow up question would be like, well, what? How do I pray? Well, if you don't know how to pray, there's there's a thing. Yes. Uh, all we can stem this chart all the way back and all the way down to if God is active in your life, I promise that it is impossible to not have gratitude. So yeah. good. It's it. There is there is not a chance in this that with a full heart of gratitude that your situation isn't resolved. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Even when I come to God and I'm praying over, you know, I I'm in need of prayer over something, the first thing I always do in my prayer is, thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. Even if it's just, thank you, Lord, for listening to me. Thank you, Lord, for being here right now. And then I'll go to the mm-hmm. to the thing, right? Yes. But expressing that gratitude first is so important. Mm-hmm. And when, you, when you're around people who are good, gracious, grateful people, mm-hmm. 
Isn't there like an ease about them that you're just like, you feel comfortable in their presence. Mm -hmm. Like they're not someone who's, who's pushy, who's like trying to get something from you, who seems a little subversive. Like you're just comfortable in that person's presence. I want to be that person. I want, you know, I want to be the person who is like, I'm good with what I got. I am a grateful person. Like, I just feel like there's something so good about that. Yeah. I no, I, I, I'm, I, 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 yes. I agree. <laughs> I, when, when, when I was proposed the attitude of gratitude litmus test, uh, it was it was proposed to me by, like I said, a wise man. A wise man once said, uh, "The wise man goes to our church." I at the at, in, in the season, Life Church wasn't a thing. Life Church became a thing ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I met this man about twenty some odd years ago, and uh, he, I always try to find cracks in his wall. Like he had this this just joyous attitude, mm-hmm. and then so so I I could ask some questions. I hung around with him as much as I could. Learn, I asked, hey, can I get your number? Because I'd, I'd like to learn a little bit. And the man was this this way all the time. There's mm-hmm. there was no, I couldn't find a crack in this man's wall. Mm-hmm. And then when I started believing that this man might not be BSing me, mm-hmm. that he that. He might actually just be living like this. Then, then I then I get to ask, well, how are you doing that? Yes. How? How? Yes. And when I ask the question on how, he says, "Oh, I have a solution." Mm-hmm. But uh, you do what I you, you do what I did, probably work for you too. Yep. I asked him, "Well, great. How'd you do it?" And then over the course of the next few years, our friendship develops, and so we fast forward to June of 2015. This man is in and out of my life, you know, as seasons come and go. Doors mm-hmm. open, doors close, seasons pass. Sometimes you have to say goodbye to people. Yeah. And not because you want to, but because it's just, that's just life. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife pull in the Life Church parking lot. Uh, this is going to be week one, right? Mm-hmm. We had just church, found a church shopping. So it's yeah. called church shopping. We church shopped the week before at another church. And we were like, yeah, right, we'll, we'll give another one a go. One of her friends goes to Life Church. I thought it was kind of a kooky. Personally, I thought it was kind of a kooky name. Like, <laughs> like if you're on the verge of sounding cultish, I felt that's what I felt going <laughs> in the parking lot. So I, I walk up, walking through the parking lot. It's a deep parking lot at that time. It was different mm-hmm. than the building we're at right now. And would you know, in the parking lot, there's this man. Mm-hmm. This the same man. Yeah. And I go, bro, you go here. And we if we we hug and embrace. I didn't saw him in maybe. Maybe months at a time, maybe maybe even a year. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So yeah, I've been coming here for weeks. Oh, you're gonna love it here, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you look up quickly, you glance at the sky, and you're like, okay, let's give her a shot. Yeah. And I just never, we never left. Yeah. You know, I'm because I met because I because I, I walked in through a parking lot. So I was I was let's be honest, I was searching for something when I came yes. here week one though it's easy for me to say that today because i'm i have obtained it mm-hmm. i didn't realize how lonely i was one in that walk in that parking lot and i had all i had everything to be grateful for in the world yeah and at the time i was, I was very grateful i had my wife i had a newborn child mm-hmm. I, had, I had friends i had a career yeah and all things but then as i look back now was seven years later mm-hmm. and i go gosh i must have been really lonely back then because i didn't have this yeah because i didn't have these people because i and now and now life church has become they become my friends that, yes. that that's my dominant friend group yeah i uh, mean I, I hear from old friends here and there but man, i hear from life church friends <laughs> multiple times a day yeah these were the these were then become the friends that have come to my children's birthday parties and mm-hmm. and i have shared life with them and that's how we're meant to do life. That's how we're meant to do life. And then I, I look and I remember, I remember Keith seven years ago and he was grateful and he was happy. Mm-hmm. And then I look from Keith to today sitting in this chair being like, yeah, but he must've been super lonely and just had not, didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think how grateful am I today to be able to look back and say that version was a pretty good version. If, if my box was, if it was, if my ticket was called, it was time to pick up my, yeah. My my salami at the meat market, yeah, it would have been all right. I'd have been good. And I look at it today, I'm like, oh, but I've done so much more. Mm-hmm. The the world is so much more. Yeah, it's a pass the litmus test. 
of the of, of, of attitude of gratitude is my attitude because you know what? I'll tell you what after telling you that story and I just reminisced on it and mm-hmm. oh boy I, it's very difficult for me to say that my day's bad today and I could tell you because you said earlier you said I know it sounds corny to say you know Jesus is the reason but I bet in that moment when you saw something in him and he said Jesus is the reason you didn't look at it as corny Mm-mm. you looked at it as the solution yeah. okay now I have the answer to why I see this change and why I see this hope and this gratitude in this man. And so I know sometimes we think these one-liners are corny and they may be in the wrong situation. Yeah. But in the right situation, when people need hope and need healing, Jesus is the reason, is what they need in the moment they need it. Yeah, that's good. I will tell you this. Some people in this room desire to have spiritual power. And I will tell you the first step for you to have spiritual power in your life is to be grateful and quit looking for the stuff that your circumstance and your past has has beat into your brain in your life. Your circumstances are not your final destination. They're a doorway. Now, if you wanna make them your final destination, go ahead. But that's not what God intended. In fact, He will see to it that you don't stay there unless you just really want to stay there. That's because he loves us. It's, it's, it's very, I mean, the whole point I think of this message is to, to keep taking us back to God, to keep taking us back to God and and not going to the things. And so when he said there's power in gratitude, yes, because we, when we we're grateful, we're grateful for what we've been given, and we and then we link that to the God who's given it to us. Then we are linking ourselves with the power and presence of God. So of course, gratitude is moving in the power and presence of God because you're going to the source. You're going to the you know, for example, like if you go to the source of why your house has electricity, you're gonna find out how powerful that is. <laughs> if you go and touch it, go. I wonder how powerful the source is. It's pretty powerful. You know, it's gonna knock you down. And so that's the reality: is what's the source of my gratitude? And if it's Jesus, you're gonna find power in that. And so that's and again, that's when you can, like he said, you can look at it as as a doorway and not the final destination. Because oh, really? Like compared to my God, this is nothing. And I, cause he's done so many great things in us. Mm. You know, I'm constantly reminded of what he's done in my life. Every time something doesn't go my way. Oh, wow. You know, like, like I, like God's not up in heaven going like, well, I thought I could get you that far, but I can't. It's too big. Like, no, nothing's too big for him. And that's who we have relation with. And so, if anything, that's why we get power from that. It's because we're connected to the person who's given us a reason to be grateful. Mm, Yeah, that's good. If you want to camp out in your circumstance, if that's going to be your final dwelling place, like Pastor Barry said, you can go ahead and you can do that. Yeah. Or you can say, I have seen the goodness of God. I know that he is good. I know that I can trust him and be grateful to him and follow him and that he's going to see me through this circumstance, through this situation. Yes, there's there's pain right now, but there will be joy. There will be joy again. I don't know. I just feel like people need to hear that. Yeah. Oh, like there's joy coming. And so just be grateful that 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 is on the horizon for you, that that's not like your, maybe it's not your right now feeling, but this is just your circumstance. So don't, so don't stay here. Don't, this isn't your home. God has more for you and he is going to see you through. I, I really just love how Pastor Barry kind of tied this all together that like you will find what you're looking for. Like what, what you want to see or what you expect to see, it will be there. Yeah. And so I, I do remind myself often, I have seen the goodness of God. I know that I have taken inventory of my blessings and I know that I know what God has blessed me with. I know that I know that I can be grateful for those things, that I know that I know that God is good. And that is what I personally rest in every single time I'm up against those situations where I'm like, I don't, I don't know. This stinks. This, this isn't what I wanted this isn't what I planned for uh, or what I wanted to expect, but I'm here now. So am I going to just believe that this is my forever mm-hmm. or am I going to believe that God's going to get me, he's going to give me the tools that I need to keep going. 
Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. It, it's uh, easy for you to say, right? I, I can hear somebody saying that, like yeah. listening. Easy for you to say, mm-hmm. bro, my house is being foreclosed on. Mm. Easy for you to say, my wife just left me. Easy for you to say, my wife just passed away. Yeah. Easy for you to say, my kids don't talk to me. Yeah. Easy for you to say, I lost my job. I've been working there for 15 years. Now I don't have any retirement. Mm-hmm. Easy for you to say, because I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring me. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time. Because it's just God. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just God. Yeah. Easy mm-hmm. for me to say. Yeah. And and how, how, how often in my life have I had to get my butt whooped? Mm-hmm. To, to, to submit to that sentence. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you're going through that. Hey man, I, I pray for you. I pray for the, I pray for the best for you. I truly yeah. do because I want, I want the people in this church to win. Yeah. I want the people in our, our church family to be, to win, to mm-hmm. be winners. I want them to have all the, the rewards that this world has to offer. Not because we live in it, mm-hmm. but because Man, life is sure beautiful. But I'll tell you what, n- nine times out of ten when I sit down with, with, a, with a dude and we, we do, we quote, pastor, mm-hmm. we disciple, just, it's a lesson. Yeah. All of it can be summed up with, so if you're going through all these things and God's intricately pulling this lesson to you, what are you learning from it? What's to learn? Yeah. And if that answer is, well, I don't know. And I ask that a lot. I get, there's probably, that's probably the, 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 you know, as a pastor, you don't talk a whole bunch. It's yeah. re, it's really a profession of listening. Yeah. Yeah. And every now and again, you chime up with, have you tried praying? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you mean, sure. oh, okay. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But if there's a, if there's a one index card that I can give anyone that's aspiring to enter ministry, it's what are you learning from this? Yes. Hey, what are you learning from this? And why is all of it happening now? Yes, and gosh, this came to me, and I, I mean, I'm, I almost danced in my chair. The reason we say this stuff is because we want you to go to a person that won't help you escape but overcome because that's the reality of it is, is sometimes we go to other things because of escape. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to a substance. I'm going to go to a relationship. I'm going to go to a, a status. It's an escape, escape. But Jesus said, you know, take heart. I have overcome, overcome. Yeah. the world. Yeah. And that's why we that's why we're grateful for who he is because he's not helping us escape, he's helping us overcome. So and good. so even in these times where you say easy for you to say, that's why I was going, get him, Keith. Because I was like, <laughs> that that is why we say, yes, it's easy for me to say, because I'm not trying to escape, I'm so trying good. to overcome, and God is my great overcomer. Mm. Yeah, so. this is one of the most gangster things <laughs> Jesus ever said. <laughs> yes. It's like, man, I'm telling you, straight up. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit. Yeah. Jesus goes, yeah, world's going to give you some trouble. I understand it straight up. Yeah. Hey, I get it. I get it. Uh, it's going to beat you up. I get it. Mm-hmm. But take heart. When you're with me, I, bro, I've conquered this stuff. Yes. Yeah. I have your roadmap right here. Correct. Yeah. And, and yeah, so easy, for, easy for, 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 for me to say, easy for you to say, yes, it's easy to say that. It's, the answer is Jesus. It's always been Jesus. It always will be Jesus. Yes. And until you can... Uh, as corny as that sounds, it's Jesus. The answer is Jesus. <laughs> yes. Until you get to the point where that's not a corny a- answer, yes. my guess is he's going to put you through more and more tests Absolutely. to beat you down to the point of submission. And when you're finally at that point where I can't, he can, so I'm going to let him like Pastor yes. Dallas was preaching a couple weeks back on, I can't do this. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. He can do this? Oh, he can do this. All right, fine. If he can do this, I'm going to let him. And I'm going to be grateful real quick because I, 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 I laughed. We talked about this after the podcast. Like he keeps giving me credit for that saying, but I got that saying from him in a Thursday night. So it's like, that's, See, thank you. Go. You know, thank this you, Keith, time. for for giving me some information in my message. <laughs> I just reworded it. <laughs> this, this is where we get the concept of rest. Yes. 
Rest doesn't mean I have solved all of the things. I have fought all of the battles. Everything is great. So now I'm going to sit down on the couch and put my feet up. Rest means in the middle of my circumstance, in the middle of my pain, in the middle of the dilemma of the problem of the noise of the distraction, I will sit down and rest because God is already fighting that battle for me and he will overcome. And so all I need to do is sit back and rest in God. That's what that means. And that is the ultimate being grateful, that is the ultimate gratitude, is to say, God, I trust you. Yes. I am grateful to you, and so I will rest in you. Uh, easy for you to say, Ugh. right? Yeah. But I'll tell you what, guys, um, I promise, I, I can promise you this, that it's super easy to trust in him when things are, when the cards are up. Yeah. The trick of it is, that next level attitude of gratitude, that next level, it's going to be obtained when you start hammering this in when times aren't good. So That's next level stuff. What does Pastor Sean say? What you put in in times of peace comes out in times of pressure. Jesus was the forerunner in your circumstance and in mine for us to be thankful to be grateful, not for it, but in it, because in it is where the gold is. That's the gold. And I will tell you this, the quicker that you and I learn to be thankful in every circumstance, the quicker we'll get through it. I will tell you that right now unashamedly gone to the school of hard knocks. And I will tell you that that is the truth, my friend. Be thankful. Be thankful. Jesus himself, friend, is with you right now in your circumstance. And you may be so full of despair that you can't see the light through the darkness. Be thankful. This which I'm going through is good for me. It is good grace. God is doing something in me that nothing else could do except for me to go through this, whether it's self-induced or not. This is the hyphen. This is the middle. This is where God has you. Stop running from where God has you. The, the hyphen. And so he said that earlier in, in the, the message that the hyphen is, you know, on our tombstone where you, when you're born, when you die, the hyphen is, is the middle. It's where you live. And, and so therefore be grateful on that alone. You know, you know, sometimes we go into corny sayings, you know, be grateful for life, for breath for a, the ability to do what you do. And so when you're grateful for the hyphen, you're grateful for everything because, hey, I'm living. It might not be what I where I want it to be or where I, where I want it to go, but God, I'm going to trust you're going to really walk me through this and make me better because of it. And so f be thankful because you're in the hyphen. You're not in the beginning and you're not in the end. You're in the middle and God still has, he still has time with you. So that's what you got to think about also is, Hey, there's still more left. There's still more numbers on the clock. I, I, I got time still. Yeah. And God is near to the brokenhearted. And even mm. if you have nothing else you feel like to be grateful for right now, just know that in your brokenness, he is there with you. And that is something to be grateful for. It's the, it's the thing that Job had to learn in the story of Job in the Bible. He goes through every single catastrophe that you could probably face here on earth. He lost everything. And he had every reason to be upset with God, to be angry with him. He was questioning, he was searching, he was confused. But finally, when he understood, like, God is in control. And what God has for me is meant to be good for me. Mm -hmm. When he learned that lesson, that's finally when the when the cycle could could end of him being stuck in that, yes. you know, it, in his own head, essentially. And 
I feel like gratefulness is that that off-ramp of our own thoughts. Like when we can just say, Lord, have it your your will be done. Father, and I will be grateful to you and I will I will be thankful in all circumstances. It just it shuts down all of the swirling things in our mind and just it gives us his peace. Yes. How does how does somebody uh start a life of gratitude? I love how you started the show. I get to. Yeah. I think for me that was a that was actually a wake up call and it's when I started working here. That's that's part of our culture here. We say I get to. And I had I had never thought of it like that before. No. And I was like, you're right. I get to come to work. Before was I I have to go to work. Yeah. But I get to go to work. Mm-hmm. And honestly just changing your language will change your heart. Yeah. I that's that's it right there. Changing your language will change your heart. That's I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Dallas I'm done. Took his headphones off. <laughs> that's it. It's you, you like like Barry was saying, you 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 you're pr- yeah, you're in it. I'm pr- I I don't yeah. we aren't denying that even for a second that you're in it. Uh but your perspective is definitely going to going to be the barometer of how your day is, your perspective on it. A- am I going through it? Woe is me, <laughs> or am I am I going through it? God, what do you need from me? Yes. So good. Yes. What do you need from me, God? What do you What are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Speak, Lord. Your 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 faithful servant is listening. Mm-hmm. And when I pray those prayers. Well, I tell you, I, I I tell you, he's 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 been responding a lot in my life. People come and go in your life, and that I feel like I feel like God's telling me that I need to say that to you. That people are going to come and go from your life. Mm-hmm. That is that's normal. That's the natural progression of life. And sometimes people go, and you don't want them to go yet. You, but they're going to go and it's going to be okay. This too is going to pass. Mm-hmm. This too will pass. But what won't pass is how you respond poorly in this situation. Yeah. If you respond poorly to the situation, you're pouring, you're pouring, you're pouring it on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's going to, I, I try and live my life every day so I don't have to say sorry. Mm-hmm. And if I live like that, I, to be honest, I still have to say sorry. In fact, <laughs> I, I, every day I have to say sorry. I, I just it's so troubling. I just pictured some guy go, me too, brother. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. He, he said it a different way. So <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't have this thing. I don't even know sometimes when I offend people. Yeah. And that's daily. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just, but that is life. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how life is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in a spot. It's, it sucks. It, 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 it can get better. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you see yourself in a habitual pattern of same actions, same, it's, then you're not learning you're not learning from each lesson yeah that god's trying to teach you so this is it we're going to we're ended up yes and i can tell you that there there is one who has all power mm-hmm. and that one is god and if if you think you know him try to try to know more mm-hmm. if you if you don't know him know him now there is one that can remedy all of these things mm-hmm. Will he? I don't. I don't know. I don't know, but he can. Mm-hmm. And the faith that he can is what produces fruit. Yeah, good and bad. Yeah. I mean, the bad things in life—they are going to come. I—I I promise you, they're going to come. And it's easy to be grateful when they're when you're winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your best lessons are going to be learned when you become grateful when you're losing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm grateful for you guys giving this information for people to be grateful about. Like, yeah. I'm done. I think you guys said it perfectly. So I, I think this is a 
a great way to end this podcast was just I almost threw my headphones again with what you said. So <laughs> I, I that was great. Yeah. So, so good. Thanks, Pastor Barry, for an awesome yes. sermon. Awesome way to close up uh, a series that had great media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. So, it hey, thank great. you for listening to this episode of uh, uh, of Chew on That. Um, yeah. Write, and re- write a review. But I, I, you know, I say this every week. Just do what you're going to do. Just do what you're going to do. Just do what you're going to no, do. Write a review. It might be someone's first. <laughs> write a review. Uh, g- uh, give us five stars. Share. Tell people about it. And, and, and share... Hey, share what's happening at Life Church. We'd love for them to come check us out online or in person. Yeah, uh, find us on Sunday. If hey. you're if you're one of the listeners, I'm gonna guess ninety percent of the listeners are here on Sunday. Find us on Sunday and give us uh, give us insight or ideas to talk about. Give us good. Give, yeah. Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah. yeah. Tell us if this isn't like if this format's cool, but you have a different idea. I like it mm. because yeah. Yeah. Because we are, have been doing this for a lot of years now. Right. I love talking to people on Sundays. So I know you guys do too. Like if you see us in the lobby on a Sunday, stop us. Yes. Yeah. yeah we want to chat. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't wait to talk to you guys soon again.